Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. Ike, last night, MLB All-Star game, you could wager on that. Not sure about the uniforms. The NBA Finals game four between the Suns and the Bucks is tonight. So if you're trying to place a bet on the action, NFL preseason is less than a month away as well. Bet online is the place to do it. Yeah, Mark, I think I'm going to go to bet online. The, the bet the Suns tight. They lost to the Bucks at home, but tonight I think the Suns going to come up. So that's exactly what I'm going to be doing after we get off the show. I'm going to go ahead on and go to bet online. Ike, we know you're a psychic. So <laughs> head over to the website betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip off, face off, first pitch, what have you, head over to Bet Online and start playing today. All right, cue the music. It's time to start the show. Welcome into another edition of the Believe in Steelers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, joined as always by my guy, two-time Super Bowl champion and 12-year veteran of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ike Taylor. IT, you're back from your worldwide excursion. I know you were in Vegas at uh, your cigar convention. I know you were in North Carolina for a while. You're back in Florida. Lots to unpack on today's episode of the Believe in Steelers podcast. How are you doing this morning, though? I'm feeling good, Mark. Glad to be back home. Had a good time. My mom's in North Carolina. Then follow up with you going to Vegas uh, for the cigar convention, which was real good. It was hot as heck in Vegas. And, you know, I like being hot. So me just me just wearing hoodies and T-shirts in Vegas, people was looking at me crazy. But um, then when I stepped outside the convention center, I was like, okay, now I see why these people are looking at me crazy, man. It's 117 <laughs> outside. <laughs> I'm going to ask you more about that at the end of today's show, Ike. EA Sports has got a video game announcement coming up in less than a mm -hmm. week. We'll talk about that. Also, training camp right around the corner. Ask you about your days in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. The Steelers will be back in Pittsburgh for a second consecutive year. But we begin today's show. You know, I always say hot girl summer, Ike. A report comes out yesterday, and you know it's the slow part of the offseason where Big Ben is in the best shape of his life. I fully expect that of any NFL player come mid-July. But when I'm reading things that uh, now Big Ben's diet is stricter than Tom Brady, I just scratch my head and say, you know what? We just don't have a whole lot to talk about. It's the offseason. Yeah, how consistent is that you know tom brady's been having his <laughs> diet for like you know 15 years and it's been going on for a long time so i mean it's it's good to hear that big ben is probably in the best shape um of his life or what you call best shape for big ben you know so like you say man it's the off season it's something for us to talk about but the fact that he's saying and he's taking into consideration um, about his shape and trying to get himself back to what he needs to be is good, not only for him, but for the Pittsburgh Steelers because I'm sure they want him to line up under center, under center more than often. Ike, when I saw that we were going to talk about this on today's show, I was like, okay, how can I make this the best segment in the history of the Believe in Steelers podcast? And that's what I hope to do. Now, again, diet stricter than Brady. 
Ryan Burr, who has covered the team before, I'm not going to knock him on that at all. But yet again, unnamed sources. I get why reporters do this because a lot of the people that they talk to that are close to the team don't want to jeopardize their their position. At the same time, as soon as you say unnamed sources, Ike, finish the sentence however you want to. And I see this report about Ben Roethlisberger. And I think to myself, if this were any other player on the team, I'd be like, well, yeah, no, duh. I would hope that again by mid-July that they are in the best shape of their life headed into the 2021 season. I just think this would be even more ridiculous if it were for any other Steelers player. But Big Ben headed into year 18 it is encouraging what appears to be one last ride. And Ike, my crazy hot take is this. I'm not so sure this is Big Ben's final year. It might be his final year in Pittsburgh. But if you look at the other quarterbacks in the league, you could make the argument. And I will make the argument that he's, I don't know, somewhere middle of the road, that there are a lot of teams out there that would want a Ben Roethlisberger under center. I understand he's at the tail end of his career. I'm not saying long-term as an asset, but I'm saying right now, headed into the 2021 season, there are about half the teams in the league that would rather have Ben Roethlisberger as their quarterback versus who they have currently under center. Yeah, I think seven to walk though, Mark. Seven to, seven to going on and go home. If, if Pittsburgh didn't want him after the and he still wants to play, I don't think seven would, would go to another team. I don't think he would put another jersey on. Um, I think he's just a Pittsburgh guy, let alone, you know, he only lives a couple hours away coming from Ohio, and Pittsburgh is right down the street. So for me, my personal opinion, even if they give him some money that he probably wanted or something, I don't think seven to play for anybody else. I think he's a, a, a diehard uh, black and gold to the soul. So seven ain't going to what now. Seven with the diets, we're going to see what seven diet like, you know. So we're just going to see what kind of shape. Any kind of shape better than what he was in shape, better shape than he was last year is 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 better. So we're going to see what the heck seven look like um, coming this training camp. And I hope everybody just – you know, says they're in the best shape of their life going to training camp because that's the shape you're supposed to be in. So um, I'm not going to say anything on that. Now, the unnamed sources is what I don't like. I like for people to put a stamp on what they said. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm Ike Taylor. I talked to so-and-so, and this is exactly what he said. You know, them, them the guys that made the big bucks, the unnamed sources, they don't make the big bucks. They stay unnamed. Yeah, I come with you there. I'm going to go Draymond Green on you here to where if I tell you something, Ike, you can tell, you could say Mark Bergen told that to me. Please, I wouldn't take credit for for that, if anything, because if it's coming out of my mouth, I thought of it. I'm totally with you there. And I, I get, again, why reporters sometimes have to do this. As a reporter myself, I would much rather put a name and a face behind something. To me, it just gives it much more credence because as soon as you say sources... I can finish that sentence in whatever manner I really please. And the reader, the listener, or the viewer really doesn't know any better. Right. Yeah, I just, if it, if if I'm in them shoes, I'm going to go ahead and ask whoever I'm interviewing, can I say it? You know, can I say that we've talked blase, blase, and if they're like, yeah, I got to put my name behind this. So at least I'm going to give, at least I'm going to be respectful I would find a lot of stuff if it's good news. 
Yeah, and that's the thing too, where I, when I saw that the diet was stricter than Brady, I just started cracking up where it's just like, <laughs> I was trying to go with a storyline that I mean, would be even more ridiculous than, than this report that came out, Ike. <laughs> yeah, Brady, Brady diet is, I don't think no NFL player, my is not stricter than Brady's diet. So I don't think too many people in the world diet is stricter. Then Tom Brady's diet. It's just the consistency on how strict and how long he has had this diet. He, he stuck to it by the teeth. So they can say what they want to say. Who they? I, th- I think you dropped off for a Not second first. there, Ike, and it might be on my end too. But, uh, Again, to wrap up this segment, Ike, I went through the teams where it's it's like, is Big Ben better than their starter? And it's about 16 teams you could make the argument right now. I'm glad you're a bit of a yinzer like myself, Ike, because when I was going through this, everyone acts like, oh, Ben Roethlisberger's over the hill. He's done. I look at the other quarterbacks in league, and I'm like, I would still rather have Big Ben, especially if we want to take the season as a whole. He led the Steelers to an 11-0 record. If he comes out hot in 2021, that's why I have the crazy theory of, yes, he's in the final year of his contract in Pittsburgh. Would he come back for a, a steep hometown discount or potentially want to play elsewhere in 2022? I'm going on record. and I, Not that I think that this will happen, but I would not be surprised if it does, if this is not Big Ben's final season in 2021. I am, I am not convinced that this is his final year. I think it might be in Pittsburgh, but especially if he plays well, why hang it up? If he could get one last contract and I look at the other quarterback talent or lack thereof around the league, if he wants to get one more contract, I think if he wants to, he could certainly do that. Seven, seven looking for seven. So seven, seven want to get him a Super Bowl ring. So to to counter what you're saying, like if it's a team that that he feel like might have a shot of winning the Super Bowl, he might consider. But I highly doubt that, Mark. I think he's just going to retire a Pittsburgh still and just leave it like that. Okay, we will see. Ike, training camp right around the corner, and mm. I wanted to ask you, I've asked you a lot about your days in Latrobe. Again, the Steelers will be back in Pittsburgh for a second consecutive year. What I wanted to know is when you got to training camp each year in your 12 years with the Steelers, who was your favorite teammate to hang out once you were there? Um, it, had, it had to be Troy. You know, because Troy – He's just got a, a calm sense about him, regardless on what's going on. And in training camp, that's what you kind of need because everything can just pretty much turn into a blur, you know. Um, testosterone levels are high. Guys trying to make the team. Um, guys getting cut. Um, guys coming in and out. Uh, guys just dealing with stuff at home. And for me, when it was when I was with Troy, Troy just you know he's a he's a very peaceful guy. So just just being around that kind of presence. With Troy, he kind of calms everything down. He goes to bed early. So I had to go to bed early. He wakes up early to work out. Of course, I'm a morning person, so I woke up early to work out. So all that just kind of fell into my lap, which I'm glad it did, just dealing with Troy. You know, so the perfect thing about, you know, being Troy's roommate was the going to bed early part. You know, everything is dark. And then the way you perform on the field, you're like, okay, this is why the young man, you know, go to bed 9, 30, 10 o'clock. So 
for me, man, just, you know, the earlier part of my career, just having Troy as a roommate made perfect sense for me and it worked out fine. I know when you first met Troy, he comes into the room in Latrobe and you're there naked doing crunches on the ground and that's how you met Troy. Is there a memory that sticks out to you in your 12 years playing together on the Steelers while you were in training camp in Latrobe? Oh, man, we used to have these FIFA. We used to have these FIFA uh, tournaments on PlayStation with the whole team and uh, me and... Brian McFadden were teammates for FIFA 2-on-2, two and, two, and we used to smack people. But, man, we used to stay up, including Troy. Once we, like, our fourth or fifth year, when we just figured everything out with the league, we've been playing for a while, man, we used to stay up to 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, and we used to talk about the FIFA tournament throughout the whole day of practice. Like, I think that was probably – I think that was the year that we did go to the Super Bowl 2005, mm-hmm. them camaraderie was so thick, you know, but all of us, man, I think Call of Duty just came out. So you had one, one mm-hmm. a, a group of guys doing the Call of Duty uh, contest, then you had a group of guys doing a fever contest, and it used to be rowdy, man. And so everybody used to be in, like, our room. So it was me and Troy room. So I used to be in a room I'm talking about. We used to be 16, 17 deep in a small college dorm room. But, you know, we had the chips, we had the drink. We had the music and we had the tournaments going. So it was just something to talk about. Actually, it made it training camp go smooth and fast that year. But man, coach, coach, the coach would be like, what What the heck is FIFA? What, what are y'all talking about, man? We're talking <laughs> about this soccer game. That's what we're doing. So um, it kept everybody out of trouble. You know what I'm saying? It kept a lot of yeah. people out of trouble. The young guys, you know, they didn't want to venture off or sneak out or do anything. They wanted to hang with the, with the veteran guys. So that was a good time, and at that time as well, man, that was the time we won the Super Bowl. So we had a lot of things going on. I missed one thing, too. So we had a wrestling. Uh, Joey Porter had a uh, – he down there made, like, a, a, a wrestling ring in his, <laughs> in his room. So uh, we had a wrestling ring on the first floor. We had a FIFA tournament. And we had a Call of Duty tournament going on the first floor. And we had a car game going going on the first floor as well. So we had a lot of things going on. So whatever you wanted to do, whether it was playing the PlayStation, wrestle, or play cards, you had that set up in Latrobe that year. All right, I have a lot of questions about this. Like, who is the grand pooba in the wrestling ring for the Steelers? Jane Saracen, Larry Foote, and uh, Joey Porter, them, them guys used to rotate all the time when it came down to wrestling, man. And it, that was, like, I used to sit down. I'm like, man, I'm not about to play with y'all like that. I sit down, watch y'all, and I'd be a good cheerleader. But I'm definitely not about to play with y'all. Y'all picking me up and slamming me on the ground. That's what <laughs> I'm not about to do. I'd imagine the guys would make wagers on who they think would win the match as well. I'm sure you put some coin in the game. Speaking of our sponsor, Bet Online. I know, right? If Bet Online was back in the day, we would have had action. Because I would have went all the way on James Harris. Yeah, there's no question about that. I mean, I was looking at his Instagram the other day, and I said this to some of my friends. He's just casually bench pressing 500 pounds as a retired NFL athlete. So I can't even imagine what he was doing while he was in the league. No, he needed some help while he was in the league on that. But Debo has taken lifting weights to a whole nother level. 
like that's 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 his like that's his lifestyle. Like how I like to train is my lifestyle. Working out and lifting weights is James Harrison lifestyle. And you can like you said, you can just go to his social media and see every morning he's doing something crazy in that weight room. Yeah, and that's not an exaggeration. It was legitimately 500 pounds, too, if you added up the number of plates he had. I am not exaggerating about that either on the bench press. And that just happened just yesterday, so you can go check that out. Ike, when you were playing FIFA in the dorms, this comes – and I asked this coming off the Euro final 2020 this past weekend. Did you play international squads? Were you a Premier League guy? Who was your team in FIFA when you'd play amongst your teammates? Oh man, I forgot who my team was. Me, 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 and B Mac. It really didn't matter who the team was because we were so good because we would pass the ball to each other mm-hmm. so well. We had everything set up. We was like synchronized when it came to the FIFA. So it really didn't matter who our team was at the time, and I really don't remember. I just remember having a a ball of fun that year for that FIFA tournament. That's that that was really and I and we got into all of us got into it because of Troy because Troy loves soccer so he kind of put everybody on so all of us started getting into it and it just took off. Okay, Ike, and this is a great transition to our next segment on July the twentieth, less than a week away. EA Sports will announce the return of one of the beloved franchises. We don't know what that will be yet. Right now. NCAA college football is the odds-on favorite. College basketball is second, but you've got Def Jam fight for New York in the mix. Fight night, which was a great game back in the day. Boxing, SX Tricky, NBA Live, and then NBA Street, which I love. I personally hope it's college football coming back. I think this comes on the heels of the changes to the name, image, and likeness. uh, The changes that are going through the NCAA right now. This was the game my friends and I played in high school and college growing up where it was bragging rights. And some of the great players were either you were playing with a Johnny Manziel or way back in the day, Reggie Bush and Vince Young. Uh, I remember Denard Shoelace Robinson was a really good player to play with on Michigan. This is the game that I hope that comes back into the EA Sports franchise. But what say you? Uh, I think my son already told me that NCAA is coming back because that's his favorite game of all time. Um, he would he would he would shut out any game and play NCAA for the rest of his life because he likes to do the career. You know, he mm-hmm. likes to get a guy, whether it's a safety receiver, quarterback, or running back, make a career and and and, and go to the college, break records at the college. And I feel the same way. Um, once NCAA come back, and I think that's the game they they will announce that's coming that's coming back. I can't wait to play that game as well because uh, I did the same thing with as far as like careers. Um, I, I got my, my my alma mater in in Louisiana Lafayette and, and played with them and got guys and recruited guys and, and built that program as well on us. So yeah, I, I cannot wait to I will binge for the rest of my life on NCAA. Oh, yeah. And running the triple option as well. And I do the same thing with my alma mater, the University of Missouri, too. I, right, right, like, right. Let's make them into a powerhouse contender. And just as a sports fan, to me, that would be like the icing on the cake. I don't know if I'll ever live to see 
the University of Missouri win a national title in either football or basketball. But to me, that would be like my last final wish as a sports fan at this point. I don't know if I'll ever live to see the day that that happens. But that game year in and year out, I, I mean, especially now that online gaming is so prevalent, too. I remember I had some high school friends my senior year uh, of high school. We we did what was called the online dynasty where each of us is given a team and whatever conference we picked. I can't remember which one we picked at the time, but you battle each other, you know, in the actual action where you've got a game each week against someone else in the conference, whichever team uh -huh. they're on. But then right. also you've got, you know, you're battling them for recruits in the video game as well, where you've got to try to get the best recruiting class to come in. And there's bragging rights with that too. So if college football comes back, I hope they come back with the players first and last names as well. If I have one critique of the game, it would be like, okay, we know number two on Texas A&M is Johnny Manziel. But if it comes back, it was just for me, one of the best one of the best video games, one of the most enjoyable video games that I hope we get back in the mix. And I know that there's a group of people, whichever the last game to come out for NCAA college football, uh, they will do updates to the rosters where people will do this manually. And then you could download the rosters based on the oldest game available still. So just because there are still people doing that, at the very least, you have a very Colts fan base, but I think that this game is going to appeal not just to that Colt fandom, but just to football fans overall. We get this back in the mix. I love Madden, but college football, NCAA college football for EA Sports. Like I've, I've got my fingers crossed on July 20th when this I think, announcement comes I think out. My, I think my son was telling me um, for, for one of the updates on NCAA, it would be your ad. So whatever your handle is on social media, that will be in the back of your jersey. So that's oh, that's wow. gonna take it to a whole nother level when it comes wow. down to these kids. If they can have their ads and their likeness on the back of their jersey. So my son is deep into this NCAA, so he would just read the stuff on it and talk to me about it. But I think he said one of them updates might be, you know, your whatever your handle is on social media on the back of your jersey. And that's if you think about it, I think teams I don't know who the first – I want to say UCF might have been the first for spring to do it. But if these if these colleges start letting these kids put their handle on the back of their jersey, man, you can only imagine, Mark. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying in that in real life? In real life, yes. Wow. In real life. Wow. In real life. Why not? My, per my personal opinion, give it about two more years. If, if, if that, Mark. If that, because you just colleges and with these kids that you just gotta, if you want to get the kids you want and need, and it's about to be so competitive now, man. You tell the kid, man, you can come to this to my college and you can put your your your, your Twitter or your or your TikTok or your Instagram handle on the back of your jersey for you to get more likeness and make more money if you need to. Why not? Yeah. And if Why you've got not? a hilarious handle like Ike Taylor, if I've got Ike swagging you on the back of my uniform, even if I'm not a starter, Ike, and I'm watching the game, I've got my popcorn, I'm on the couch, and I'm right. like, whose handle is that while they're showing a right. shot of the sideline? Are you kidding right. me? That second screen experience, I'm going to check that out and look that up. Right. It makes sense. And I think it's going to happen in a couple of years. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about that. Ike, we know you're psychic. You're ahead of your time. I would not be surprised about that. And to see if that is used as a recruiting tactic that some schools use, I, I think that's pretty genius. Um, 
Yeah. I, I wanted to ask you too, you were in Madden again, you played for the Steelers for 12 mm-hmm. years. Just like how cool is it to be featured in a video game? It's cool. It, and it's crazy. You asked me that question because at the time for Madden, it was uh week to week. So it was your ratings. So if you played good that week, so we used to always say some of the starters who played Madden, well, you better have a good game. So your Madden rating to be up. So I think my highest was like a 94. I stayed around 83, 85, between 83 and 88. That's what I stayed around when it came down to the ratings. But for the most, and they had my hands good on Madden, so that was even better. I was like, (laughs) man, if I could transfer my hands from Madden to the field, I'd be in the Hall of Fame for sure. So (laughs) that was was kind of unique. But yeah, man, just just playing with your, playing, you know, with yourself on Madden, just, like then I kind of, I'm kind of a big deal, you know. Then I was like at, for like four years I was one of the top five cornerbacks on Madden, so that was pretty damn exciting for me and whoever knew me and was playing with me on Madden. Ike, we put it on this, and when I say our, our research team here on the Believe in Steelers podcast in 2013, Madden's got you rated as an 88 overall, and then there was one year though, despite your speed. Madden only had you at an 88 speed, which I'm like, what are the ratings people doing? I hope they added more to their team because you were one of the fastest players, not just on your team, but in the right. entire league. An 88 speed, come on. I mean, I'll, I'll go to bat for you, Ike, to, to argue on your behalf about this. An 88 speed, get out of here. Yeah, that's too slow. You know, at the time, at the time when Madden, when I was playing, you had to have me between a, a ninety three and ninety six, you know, because I was I was I was flying like eighty eight. Don't even sound eighty eight. Sound like me right now. That's what I'll run right now is eighty eight. <laughs> well, man, back in the day, you had to have me in the ninety. So uh, whoever was sitting on the sidelines now looking at my speed, they need to catch up. They wasn't they wasn't looking at me. They was looking at somebody else. But it's all good though. Okay, Ike, so we'll see what this announcement ends up being on July the 20th. Again, I think we're both hoping for NCAA college football to imagine that that's what that's going to be. Now, I also wanted to ask you before we wrap up on today's show, you were in Las Vegas for the cigar convention. You're one of the kind cigars as part of the Howard G. Cigars brand as well. You said Vegas was really, really hot. You were telling us before the podcast that when you were on the tarmac – at the airport, they wouldn't even let some planes take off because what'd you say is 117 degrees? So yeah, it it was it was 117 degrees. Um, it was it was hot. It was it it was it was like walking into the Devil's Valley, to be honest with you. So, um, just and, and now we was hearing that from a couple of people who came in late because they was like, man, they wouldn't let us they wouldn't let us land because they said the tar was too high. <clears throat> Excuse me. The tar was too hot, and the tires would have blew out when we would have landed. So I was like, "Dang, man, it's it's hot as it's hot as hell." And me thinking it's the desert, I was thinking at night it would actually get cooler at night. But one seventeen turned it to one hundred two. And of course, Miss Courtney, who works with Brinks TV, got everything set up for us. She was like, "Well, it did get cool, I and it did get cool, but it was over hundred, Miss Courtney. Godly, godly. But at the same time, man, it, it was a good time." Um, we 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 sold a lot, uh, shook a lot of hands, met a lot of people. Um, an inter- uh, interesting thing was 
one of the guys who had 17 cigars in Pittsburgh didn't even know I was there. Somebody told him. And he came and just brought all of my cigars. He was like, whatever. Didn't even smoke it or nothing. He was just like, man, I'm just about to buy all your cigars right now. Uh, where do I fill in the order and do it? And I was like, golly. And I was like, you know, we're a team over here, so can you buy a lot of mine and just, you know, buy others on that? He was like, how many you want me to buy? And I was like, holy moly. And then he wound up smoking my cigar stick. And he was like, uh, oh, yeah, this, 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 this. He said, I come to be honest with you. I just smoked a lot of cigars. I think he's been smoking for 32 years. It was like, man, this is one of my favorites. You know, if it wasn't, I, I straight up tell you. And he, and, he, and he sounded like one of them guys. Like, if he ain't like it, he's like, nah, I ain't. I don't even like the stick. But the fact that he said that, you know, that, that kind of made my inside smile. So that's good to hear. But just uh, taking off on these cigars, man, make sure y'all go to Howard G. Cigar, Howard G. Cigars online. Make sure you check out um, our line, our product. Make sure y'all check out the one-of-a-kind cigar stick as well. It's a Sumatra stick, uh, 80% Nicaraguan tobacco, 20% Lancaster PA. Uh, wrapped in the Sumatra leaf, so check it out. But yeah, Mark, I had a good time, even though it was hot. Um, I think I we, I went on the hottest weekend in Vegas. Not only they had the cigar convention, they had uh, Conor McGregor and, and, and Dustin Poirier, but the kicker was they had a concert, and you know everybody come out for Garth Brooks. That's what made it. I waited an hour and a half for an Uber or a cab, couldn't find it, so I walked twenty minutes from the convention to my hotel and it wasn't because of the convention it wasn't because of conor mcgregor man everybody and their mama and their cousin and their daddy was at that garth brooks <laughs> that garth brooks concert so i forgot country music you know these people travel worldwide for country music especially oh, yeah. when you're a legend like garth brooks so man i was i think he had at the lion center as well in the raiders at the raiders uh stadium so if i would have known that i probably would have snuck probably would have snuck in and seen golf because for me, man, I don't really, I'm really not into country, but I know he produced good music and he's been doing it for years, him and Kenny, him and Kenny. So um, I know we, I've watched Kenny because he's, he come to Pittsburgh and he hold his at the, uh, at our facility and our stadium at Hinesville. So Kenny, but um, yeah, golf would have been an experience for me. So I'm out of the box when it comes down to music. I pretty much listen to everything, mm -hmm. but, yeah, man, that, that weekend market was off the chain. It was hot, too. All right, so the next time you're there, we're going to go see Garth Brooks then is what it sounds like. And <clears> I've, <throat> never I'm, seen I'm Garth, I've never seen Garth Brooks. I've seen Kenny twice, and he puts on a heck of a show. And it, it's you don't really realize, too, I'm not the biggest country music fan either, but you're like, oh, I know this song. Oh, I know this song too. And it's like, you feel, you realize how many hits he has. Yep. Courtney's looking at both of us right now. Like we're nuts. I've <laughs> seen him twice. I've seen him twice, but uh, yeah, I mean, Ike, I'm glad you survived Vegas. I'm glad they didn't leave you on the tarmac there. I'm glad you right. survived the hundred plus degree heat. And I'm sorry. Once you get to triple digits, you say hundred and it's cool. Like I'm going to argue otherwise. Yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 hot regardless, and and I love the heat. But when I when I landed back in Orlando, and it was you know eighty eight in the morning in Orlando, and the humidity was thick, I was like, oh man, this this for like California weather. 
from what I just came from. You know, I just came from the devil's hood. <laughs> For real. In Vegas, man, it was hot as hell. I'm going to call the desert the devil's hood from now on, Ike, just based on that. Fantastic. For real. Uh, Ike, before we sign up here really quickly, um, there was some news that came out yesterday. Former Steelers fullback and special teamer Roosevelt Nix announced his retirement. A one-time pro bowler, played five se- seasons for the Steelers. So wish him all of the best, too. Just yeah. wanted to make and sure we in and mention that. Chickalow as well, six-round draft pick. Yep. You know, from 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 the Pittsburgh Steelers as well. He he retired as well in the same week. So shout out to both of them young guys, man. They just figured it out. Um, they did what they had to do and put themselves in a position to retire. So, man, I'm just glad they was a part of the part of the family being a Pittsburgh Steeler. Ike, I appreciate you covering our bases there. And it makes sense now because I saw your guy, Vince Williams, tweeted something like, all my dogs are retiring. This sucks. And now yeah. I know why, just because, you know, two of his former teammates are now decided to hang it up and call it a career. And look, anytime you spend any time in the NFL, like you say, Ike, you're part of that fraternity, uh, which you're an elite company, the best of the best in the world. No question. Only 254 get drafted a year. So that's that's saying a lot. Ike, this is always the best. We're going to have more on the Believe in Steelers podcast in the coming weeks as we approach training camp that August 5th kickoff to the preseason against the Cowboys and the Hall of Fame game. know you're going to be there in Canton, Ohio here in a few weeks, but we're going to keep rocking out here on the Believe in Steelers podcast. Always fun talking with you. Uh, always. You know, want to give a shout out to, to you. Got to give a shout out to Ben Online, always rocking with us since day one. Got to give a shout out to Briggs TV, um, aka Boss Lady Miss Courtney, for for making our you know podcast looking all good <laughs> with all these good stuff. Make sure y'all, man, y'all give us five stars. You know, five stars, rate and review us. Um, I just appreciate everybody for just tuning in. Appreciate Believe in Podcast for believing in Mark and I for giving us this opportunity. So I'm very thankful. Ike, you stole the words from my mouth. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thank you for listening to the Believe in Steelers podcast. We will see you next week. Take care and so long, everybody. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.